Oh my god, everywhere I've been going recently has been playing Coldplay. Nice. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We Welcome back. By the way, I went we to are. McDonald's today and Did everyone you? kept so staring at me for some reason. Or it felt like they were all staring at me. To the point where halfway, like, I had a McFlurry as well, so I had my, like, whatever it was, ate that, got to McFlurry, and I was like, fuck this, and then I went to go and eat it in my car, because, um, I was just so oh. convinced people were looking at me. So that's my day. Hope you're all having a good one. Why would people be staring I've at no, you? I have no I was just it was like one of those things like, I Not always try and sit in like a like I sit in like my own space because I'm like I'm just you know I don't want to be bothering anyone and also I don't want anyone to bother me I'm just I'm just there to eat some food that's it nothing more um some people come and sit down either side of me I don't there must have been something going on like I was I had my evening I was listening to something because I was like CBA today um, and they just kept looking over, and I was like, but at both sides, I was like, are you looking at me? Like, I don't know if you're looking at me, but this makes me feel uncomfortable. And then I made Maybe. eye contact with them a couple of times, and I was like, this is all, what? I hate this, and I don't, I have a f suspicion that my brain was in a slightly odd place and had decided to get anxious. Um, yeah. But I did not enjoy the experience. It was not a fun one, so I just went and ate the rest of my car and was quite happy with it, really. That's right. I mean, I, I, I'm not against eating alone in places, but I feel like there are, you have to be in the right mood for it. Well, I try, um, yeah, I try and do these things. Like, it's like, I only saw, I've only seen a film on my own once. Like, been to the cinema on my own once. Yeah. Because even though there's nothing... There's nothing that should stop you. Like, realistically, no one else cares. But you think no. that someone else will care. Because you think someone else will see you and be like, wow, what a loser. Ooh. So, like, yeah. you just, it's just one of those things that I guess you don't. I don't know. I, I, mean, I try to be more comfortable doing things on my own because it's like, sometimes you do want to do something and like, you want to go somewhere, but you don't particularly want to make it a thing. You don't want to be like, are you coming? Are you coming? Shall I pick you up? Shall we do that? You don't want to do any of that. You just want to go and do a thing. But um, as ever, yeah. what I've learned is that that's a, an uncomfortable experience. And ultimately, um, I should have just gone to the drive-thru and come back home. Yeah, drive-thrus are the best. They are the <laughs> best. I, I knew that going out into society was a mistake. But uh, I did. I did it. And um, society still exists. But... Is still shit too, and I think that's something to take away. Telling me, <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, one of our listeners, Jen, messaged us to say that Sam stands for sad and miserable. That 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 is uh, what we can say. Like that's that should be our catchphrase. It's weirdly beautiful. See, from now on, Sam, who lives inside my head, um. Sad and miserable, that's the meaning. You could also have sad, sad anxious, sad miserable. Sam. Sad Sam, exactly. Sad, anxious, miserable Sam. There you go. Um, so there's that. What's, what's the word I'm thinking? Like, um, not motto. What's the 
Oh, mantra. Mantra? Mantra? Either way, you do you. You do you. What's happened is Kat is now an old woman. And by that I mean Kat turned 24 yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yes, How does I it did. feel to I... be 24? I'm in my mid-twenties. Do you know what? Ugh. I was so... Not, not to hate on you right now, but... Oh. um. 23 to me i don't know if, if people get this but like certain ages oh, sound God. attractive in my brain okay. and 23 gave me the ick right Not 23 for people, for me. gave me the ick that's what i'm going to put on your gravestone yeah so 21 you know relevant because you can drink in america Woo! Yeah, 21's boring um, i saw that 22 22 is relevant to Taylor Swift. Yeah. 24, I feel like you become a, a senior member of the youthful group. I don't know. What am I, what am I saying? Like, yeah, you're a young you person. Saying? You're like a wise young person. 23 is like being 17 again, where you're sort of in between. Do you get me? Like, do you think that's really weird? I think a lot of what you're saying sounds bizarre, but also I have to agree, but from a much more boring standpoint, because you know how so often on a survey they're like, how old are you? And it has like under 16, 16 to 24. Yeah. You're now at the top of the 20, like your next birthday, yeah. you'll graduate to 25 to 34. You can, and 25 you're no is when you get your living, you get, if you're working at a pub and stuff, you get a higher... Yeah, pay that's when they actually decide to start paying you a full wage rather than a shitty, yeah, not so full wage. So, what what I'm saying is that you are aging, um, as are we I'm all. Aging. And um, welcome to your twenty. Would this mean your twenty fifth year? Mm. Technically, you're in your twenty. Like you've lived twenty four years. Yeah. So yeah, this must, is your twenty yeah. fifth year. That's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? I thought for ages that I'd be 25 when we were getting married, and I'm not. I'm going to be 24, which kind of sounds young to get married. Do you know what I mean? Like, that sounds weird. I said on TikTok yesterday, I'm in a, I'm in a Oh, you've been on TikTok, guys. have you? Been on TikTok. Fuck me. Like, literally, whenever I say, oh, yeah, I, I read this. Th Actually, no, I saw it on TikTok. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh! I put, I said on TikTok, um, I'm in my friend's era now. I, I had this random memory that Monica and Rachel were 24 in the first episode of Friends. And, well, meant to be 24. Like, I don't know if they actually were. Um, and the others were either 25 or 26. And you think, like, Friends went on for 10 seasons. Um, and... So they obviously finish in their sort of mid-30s, I guess, by that logic. Um, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Um, and so in the early seasons of Friends, sorry, I know you haven't watched it, but like they're, they're not in their career jobs. Like a, a couple of seasons in, uh, Chandler like completely changes what he wants to do. He was in a stable, good, well-paid job, and then he decides to pursue a um advertising like completely changed career paths like uh rachel starts off as a waitress and then ends up 
being uh like working for i think bloomingdale's and ralph lauren and i don't know like getting like you know essentially monica becomes a head chef like all, all these things and you think they're that in the first season when they're all doing shitty things is when they're 24 or 25 or 26 i've got time to sort my career out sort my life out you do have okay. time you absolutely have time I'm, I'm not 24 is not old even though no it's it i think when you're younger your 20s like when you're a teenager your 20s seem like you're you're a real adult and you're you've got lots of responsibilities and you know what you're doing but i think you don't <laughs> no <laughs> um and i think as soon as you're sort of getting closer to your mid-20s um there's a lot of pressure to seem like you know what you're doing and be in a career path and doing well and it, whether people are putting pressure on you getting into a relationship i think i guess that's the thing for me it's like okay are you going to get a proper job or are you going to have a baby that's like what mm. people just think mm. when they have a conversation with you like oh how are you oh you're gonna have kids no oh what are you doing for work? Oh, is that like a gap year? <laughs> Just <laughs> you can't win. So uh, I feel like doing the friend, having the friends analogy has made me feel a little bit better about my current situation. I have to be honest, and I go. I mean, I'll probably leave it in. As you're explaining it, I smiled and laughed a little bit because I wasn't quite sure if it where it was going, and then. It it was it it makes a lot of sense, and so I couldn't help but like laugh because I was like, I was all ready to like mock you or something or take the piss, and then I was just like, to be fair, you've basically summed it up quite well. I don't. There's nothing more I can. I can't. I can't jokingly mock you for it because it does make sense in the. I I went about saying it in a in a funny way because I think the thing is with the podcast, you know, we're not planning what we're talking about most of the time sometimes we do have episodes where we plan it but not recently what she's <laughs> not telling you is that that that's a scripted all of the lines we say are actually scripted so 100 we have to put in the script how we don't script it because it it breaks the illusion if you realize that we're you know that we're just saying these things everything i do is is you know it's been scripted out already the hand gestures i do the weird pause in the middle of a sentence the addition of like in the middle of a sentence. All of these things have just been scripted in and it's just how it goes. Chris wrote my character to be a dumbass. That's I did. I did. I initially um Kat had put forward a proposal that she should be a genius and I said, That's not funny enough. What if you were a fucking idiot? And we had a little bit of an argument about it and we decided it was fine because my perceived intelligence would be constantly undermined by my actual stupidity. So if anything, I have further to fall as the figure of supposed superiority who actually realises just just as just as dumb. That's it. not true. That's not no one writes a script for this. Can you imagine someone sat down writing a script for this? Can you some poor person was who's definitely very fucks in the head deciding to sit down 
and write this. It, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Speaking of people that fucks in the head, did you enjoy my Amazon, um, I'm the person who's fucks in the head, by the way, my oh, Amazon gift your message. message? Yeah, so two of the messages came in a little oh. slip, and I almost didn't see them because they're at the bottom of the box. I mean, I just thought it was like a receipt or something. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't going to look at it. And then I realized there was a couple of them. So I picked it up and then I saw your name and I was like, oh, I, I should read this. And then I laughed. And then there was another one. <laughs> it's just like, it's quite funny. Um, so it's a, you put something about them giving you three opportunities to leave a gift message. Yes. You did get all three, oh. right? I got two of them. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know. I was, one of them didn't make 100% sense, and I assumed Fucking that because you said, Amazon. so I'm assuming I got the first one and the last one, not the middle one. Right, well, hang on a second, let's, would you like me to read to you the full, um, the full thing? The message is split across three different items because each message can only be up to a certain number of characters, but for some reason, they were like, you can put a gift message with each item. So... Oh, I didn't think about the fact that it was three and it was three ridiculous. messages got you. That makes more sense. So, you know, the really dumb thing is that they gave me three opportunities to write a gift message here. Three. So I guess I probably have to take advantage of them all. Otherwise, it's just a waste of time for all involved. So here we are, two best friends. One writes an extremely long message for literally no reason, the other one confused as to why someone would even do something like this. And honestly, it is an odd thing to do. That's time lost that I'll never get back. They don't even fucking pay me for this. Anyway, it's not much, but just a little something. I love you. Happy birthday. From Chris. So also, each preceding message also ended with from Chris because you couldn't stop that being a thing. Oh. So which one were you missing? So that was the whole... That was the, that was the three messages. I just read them in one. I think... I still think it was the middle bit. I think oh, it was the No, maybe bit. it was... Yeah. I'm trying to think. I was a little bit tipsy when I read it. I'm not mm. going to lie. I showed Pierce it as well. I had a lot of fun doing it. I'll, um, well, I it, definitely got the first bit. A fun in the sense that for some reason I just decided that's what I was going to do. Um, so there you go. Also, fun fact, if you get a friend who has skin which is, you know... It, Fucked. <laughs> it's sensitive to a lot of things because of allergies. Uh, you should probably just not try and buy them anything related to their skin because what you very quickly realize is that every product seems to contain everything yeah. apart you from the body what? shop I... the body shop seems fine so there you go i was really happy you got that big that um mango body lotion right because i used to use it when i was younger oh. and to be honest there's not many body shops around like mm. Where I am, I think the nearest one is probably Milton Keynes, and I don't go shopping in Milton Keynes very often. No. So, um, I was glad because I did not know that that was safe for me to use. So, well, I'll I mean, there was a part of me that was like, I kind of hope this is safe for her to use. 
Because yeah. <laughs> like, it got to the point I was on a website having searched at the site and I was like, okay, it doesn't look like there's anything in here that should cause a problem. But I'm only going to know after she tries it. <laughs> I haven't used it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's golden. I used to have the matching lip balm as well to that. Oh, nice. Um, and I got it pretty much every Christmas because you know how, like, when someone gets in their head that you like mm. something, in my family, like, as soon as you find out someone likes something, you get it every year. Like, yeah, it's a safe I've bet. I've bought my nan that she, she's got, uh, all of us have got um, weird either allergies or my mum and my nan get headaches over lavender and oh, okay. a lot of different fragrances. I'm not as bad with the headache stuff like some of Pierce's vapes give me a headache mm. um but yeah anyway so my nan's really sensitive to certain scents and she basically only wears the uh body shop body shop body why am i having a mental glitch yeah body, body shop, shop. Do you know why what's happening to um the white musk perfume oh yeah and so i I've bought that for her maybe like four times for either birthday or Christmases, maybe more. Um, yeah, just because I know like it's a safe option. But the thing is, normally when she goes, if there's a deal on, she'll buy two. So then she's probably got like, <laughs> you know she's how like up. older people like mm -hmm. will buy in bulk of their mm -hmm. favorite thing. They'll get like three Elizabeth Arden face creams which are worth like 60 quid each or something mm -hmm, it, just, mm -hmm. it just make me laugh it's just funny or like E45 what is like what is that about like mm -hmm. you get to a certain age and mm -hmm. you start appreciating it it was a bane of my existence mm -hmm. as a child mm -hmm. child with eczema my god because mm -hmm. it's not like oh fucking Timmy's going off uh, Timmy the Hoover for everyone who doesn't know there he goes I'm hoping he's going to come to me so that I can turn him off without getting up. I thought Pippin was going to be a problem this week, but it turns out actually it's the new member of the cast, Timmy the Hoover, who's actually not new in any sense. Um, just new to us. This is Timmy. Oh! I'm not, I'm not going to address what I just did. Oh, that's fine. That's fine, because I'll obviously see it in the edits. Yeah. You can you can tell us all now, or I'm gonna make a thing out of it in the edit. What do you want to do? Basically, like I don't think you can fully see it on the camera, but I picked it up. I tipped it sideways without thinking. Uh -huh. and it, some of the yeah, some of it fell out, didn't it? Came out a little bit. Yeah, I was quite glad because it was only a little bit, but uh -huh. it was not the smartest move. I I'm still gonna look forward to making making fun in the edit. <laughs> I mean, it was only what. The episode before last, when I stood on the dog bed and it was completely soaked. Ah, yes. Ah, the dog bed. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, I'll tell you... Sorry, I've been talking a lot this episode, and I'm just about to say about talking more. Yeah, talking more. Uh, I was going to say a bit about the Pippin story. I told Chris before the podcast, I had a little... little yeah, no, tell story. me the story, yeah. God. It's bastard. It's fucking bastard dog. I love him. Um, he is a bit of a prick, let's be fair. The thing is, he's so fucking cute, you know, and you're like, I'm mm. really angry with you, but I can't, like, mm. when when he does something bad, 
Pierce will shout at him as he should. Like, you know, he's not smacking him or anything, but he shouts at him to discipline him. So he knows because he doesn't, he's not, a, he's not an intelligent dog. Like it, with Peg, if you say bad Peg, without re- even really like raising your voice, she looks at you like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whereas Pippin, he's like, boo. So <laughs> the only the only way he knows he's done something wrong is to actually shout at him. But I, I, I understand, you know, when mums will be like really hard on their daughters but if they have a son they're like oh my my boy he could never do anything mm. wrong uh i'm that i'm that mum i've realized no one is surprised um, by this by the way you're saying it yeah. and literally no one listening is remotely surprised yeah it just it just happened mm-hmm. i didn't think i was ever going to be a soft touch but apparently i am with him um but okay so, the, so today what happened was uh pierce goes do you want to come to shop to me, like just to the corner shop? And I was like, oh, if I say yes, he's gonna buy me snacks. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. <laughs> Free. It's like a little reward. Like, oh, I don't really want to go to shop tonight. That's I'll literally like your mum taking you to the shop, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll you. go. And then she's like, well, you can have a sweet while you're here. And you're like, <laughs> that's the only reason I'm here. It's a good deal. And oh. the other thing is, it's really hard to park at that corner shop. So it's sometimes handy to have two people because then, like, uh, I I could hop out and deliver his parcel or vice versa, you know. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so we literally went. The, the shop is, like, a five-minute drive, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and we were we, we were gone for about 15, 20 minutes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like, much more than that. Um, and... I've been we've been shutting the bedroom door now because we've decided. Oh yes, that after the um, we, the incident. Yeah, just it's it, not the best idea having the dogs in the bed. Um, so I but I didn't shut the so the spare bedroom. I, you'll be happy to know. Um, I painted it and Pierce like so I I did the first lot of the painting. Pierce did all the touch ups, and then Steve put in the new floor. Um, so the spare bedroom in theory is ready to like put the bed back in and all that stuff, hey. but we're, we're holding off at the time being because uh. we don't know, <laughs> we like Pierce wants to get a like a wall fold out bed, you know, like they have in America, like you pull all out right. a wall. Um, and I've said like, I don't see the point in that because we've got the bed we the bed we have in there, you've got a pull-out bed, so you've got two single beds, and they're, they're, they're like 100 years old, but they're from John Lewis, so they're still, like, comfortable, and they're good and practical. It's a little bit ugly, but, like, not, it's not, I, my argument yeah, is me it's too. practical, it's, fine. it's I aesthetic. Still <laughs> you can't say that! Love yourself! Um, okay, I actually, I was, a part of me was like, I wonder if she'll actually say anything, or she'll just be like, yeah, you are, but now I just, <laughs> now I just feel like I should have I should be better to myself. <laughs> it was funny, but like... Now I'm just guilty to myself. Sad Sam. <laughs> Sad Sam is out. Sam, get back in your box. <laughs> um, But essentially, like, before with the spare bedroom, I had a big set of speakers and I had a record player, tape player, CD player, like a bunch of stuff that I didn't use. So we're probably just going to have a little think about what we realistically want to put back into the room so okay essentially the room is empty um 
I last night put in, I've got a big cardboard box full of wedding stuff. Our attic is full. So I was just like, it can, it was in the hallway and it doesn't look great having a massive box in the hallway. So I was like, oh, spare room's empty. I'll leave it in there for the time being, work something out later. So I put this fucking massive box. It's got like four boxes of solar lights, uh, some lantern lights, some peg light, like um, peg lights. That sounds really weird, but um, you clip like Polaroid pictures to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they light up. Cool. So them, um, and then I bought, I think, 60 Chinese lanterns for the wedding, like the paper lanterns. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but just and oh, all the a, a bunch of fake flowers for the wedding because I'm not doing real flowers because mm-hmm. I will die. Um, like my bouquet, ev- like the bridesmaids' bouquets, like ev- fucking a lot of shit in this box. Yeah. Pippin. No, Pippin. Don't. Somehow. No, Pippin. I think he shut himself no. in the spare room. Yeah. Um. And the thing was that I noticed the door was open a crack, but I thought there's like nothing in there. Who gives a fuck? So he'd obviously shut himself in there, panicked, and then ripped up the entire box, ripped up uh, like some of the paper lanterns, Uh, um, chewed through a plastic bag. There was no food in this, by the way. And, And the dog, like our dogs don't really chew stuff. Unless Surely it wouldn't even food have smelt of food. No, and this is why I think what got me as well, it was across the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he heard us leave, was whining, getting a bit upset about it, uh, realised he was trapped in, mm. backed into the box, knocked the box over, mm. scared him, and then he attacked it. Mm-hmm. Is is what I'm thinking. Entirely when I said this to Piers, yeah, and when I said this to Piers, he was looking at me like, are you trying to justify the dog's action? He didn't say that, but you know, and you're like, are you trying to make it acceptable? That you just... <laughs> no, it's obviously not acceptable, but it does make sense. No, and that's what I, because I just can't imagine he's just chilling and he's like, I'm no. going to fucking savage this box for no fucking reason. He's not, he doesn't play, he doesn't chew like, like that. He's not pretty lazy sometimes it runs up and down the house a little bit but it's not he's not a puppy anyway um yeah so fucking ripped up and i don't know how he didn't he ripped up the boxes with the lights in but thankfully didn't chew through any of the wires thank Um, god and actually even though he'd gone through the packaging for the lanterns he'd only actually destroyed one of them properly so all in all, it's quite the lucky if we... that they survive? They were fine. So he somehow managed to, like, knock the bag of fake flowers to the other side of the room, but they were all left. And Pierce said that was really good because he said he didn't think it would take long for him to really destroy the flowers. Mm, that's what I was um, Whereas he said with the, the lights and stuff, it would have been... Longer. More, like, it would have been hard work for him. Um... So thank God we weren't gone that long. Um, yeah, so I, you know, when you're like, you just, I walked in the room and there was fucking cardboard everywhere because there was boxes in boxes as yeah. well. It was just like the whole room, tiny pieces as well. So he like, he'd got, he'd been working hard. Um, 
And you know, when you walk in, you're like, oh my god, it's expensive as well. When yeah, you add yeah, everything yeah. up, um, you're talking about a few hundred, like, what I'd say, like four hundred quid's worth of shit in there. The lights were, I think, ninety. Flowers are eighty something. Uh, lanterns are sixty. Like it, it all, all bloody adds up. Um, and I, you know, like yesterday was a little bit rocky. Are we? How are we feeling today? Is this gonna send us over the the edge? Mm-hmm. I was like, let's see what's damaged before we have a breakdown. And um, when I realised that we we were fine, it's like, okay, we're good. And then Pierce is telling Pippin off, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, he's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. And he's got his little handkerchief on. And I was thinking, oh, my poor boy was trapped in the room. He was so scared. <laughs> the weird thing is, I feel like if you two actually have kids, it will be the opposite kind of thing. Where Pierce will be like, oh, oh go on. Them. And you will be like, yeah. You fucking little prick to this baby who's just like <laughs> spilled a couple of drops of the string on the floor. Oh, right? You but the vinyl's gonna peel up, you little shit. <laughs> I feel like I've Pierce and I have actually spoken about this, and I think if we have a girl, I will be the one doing the reprimanding. You'll be cruel, but yeah, I Harsh think but fair, is. I think, was the word I, I really got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, could you imagine if I end up going to adopt or foster and they're like, uh, your best friend, he might say in paper that you would be a great foster parent or adoptive parent, but actually, we've got evidence to suggest that you would be a terrible mother. All right, hang on, let me just, <laughs> let me clarify this now. Hello, potential future doctor. I'm Kat's friend. Um, unless... We're not friends anymore, but I still think the I still think what I'm about to say stands. Um, after many years of being Cat's friend, I can safely say that to be honest, she's not abusive. Um, she's actually quite sweet when you get to know her. She she might be sat in front of you of a kind of icy exterior, seeming quite cold, but that's that's nothing. Honestly, what, is she playing with a pen on your desk right now? That means she likes you. That means she likes you. That's just part of the whole thing. So don't worry. Give her give her two children. Why not why not go for two? She's only asked for one. Give her two. She'll be happy with that. Uh she's gonna be a great mum and they're gonna have a great Uncle Chris, but it's okay because I won't be left um unsupervised and so even my reckless behaviour will be prevented from spreading. Okay, bye. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, there you go. Not my sure God. it's going to reassure them in a few years, but I, I'll try my best for you. It will be funny if we adopt now and I can show you my future children this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Please show your future um, children this anyway, just as a reminder of... Yeah, you know, Every time you I have to do a reprimand them, you can be like, look, I don't want you to be like this, and then just bring out a picture of me. <laughs> and they were like, I understand. What were your... Because the thing is, you were such a goody-goody, like... As a whole, like it's not not like in a annoying way. Like you weren't sort of, oh no, I'm five minutes late to get home. I'm a terrible person. Um, you weren't like that, but um, you you weren't a trouble seeker. Is what I mean. Mm-hmm. What, what, how did your parents like punish you? Um, 
They said you're a useless waste of space and you'll never amount to anything. And I said, tell me something I don't know. Um, mainly just is, like... Because I know your parents. I feel like that's a lie. <laughs> that's definitely a lie. Um, <laughs> your mum is... I don't so know. I think it was just like... Your dad's a sarcastic bastard. Like, it's it, the it, same as most parents. I think they'd like shout at you and like... If you've done something really shitty, like obviously like... Whatever. I don't think I ever did anything that. Oh my god! Pardon me. That shit. Apparently, not to teach my own horn. Apparently, when I was younger, uh, my like we were at a restaurant, or whatever. Me and like my sister. So my sister must have been really young at this point. Um, how do you? I don't know. Whatever. And apparently, <laughs> people sat next to us at the end were like, said to my dad, went, "Your children are so well behaved." So polite, <laughs> and he still tells me that story now. So I think I really stuck with him as a. I think he's Aww. wearing it like a badge of honor for some reason, and what he doesn't realize is that I'm a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think I ever really messed up that badly. Uh, no, I, this is what I mean. Well, like you were. That's probably I don't untrue, remember but... you getting grounded or like having your phone taken from you or anything like Not that. Really. I don't really remember you there getting in trouble. Of, like obviously, everyone has their like really big fuck-ups so i'm sure but on the whole i don't think i really had that many that many things um shut up I... sorry there's a dog outside that's making me lose water see that's one of those that's one of those moments there where the peaceful calm exterior just ends up raging no i i think um You're probably good. nothing like out of the ordinary uh, you might probably quite typical standard discipline kind of things but and yeah. i think my to be fair i think like they can both my parents can do the like soft touch kind of thing and also the yeah i will destroy you verbally um yeah they're, they're but they, they they can do that they fulfill both roles they fulfill both roles your dad's quite a chill person from what I gather. Like he's just um, he can be, to be yeah. honest. I always used to think of my dad as, as like he could get quite angry. And I'm a little bit concerned because I think I might be a more angry person than he is. <laughs> because I invariably will like we'll sit down for dinner and like no, I, I still try and sit down. We still sit down as a family. We do the thing. I know. Yeah. This is what I mean. You're I mean, so I turn up like 10 minutes later, obviously. Like, I'm in the middle of something, turn up, and they're already halfway through. I'm like, yo, it's me, your son. <laughs> Back at it again. <laughs> Back at it again. And, like... and then there's perfect Joe. Oh, yeah, she's perfect, <laughs> obviously. Um, but, like, there'll be something like there'll be something on the TV, and I'll just be like, yeah, but that's really fucking stupid, though, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not great, but yeah, but it's really fucking dumb, isn't it? Like, why is she saying it? Why is she doing it? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of dumb. I'm like, oh, oh, oh no, the fire is, is too much. I don't understand how your mum, like, how your mum is so nice. Like, you think, like, being female, you 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 learn to accept so much shit, mm. and then her being deaf mm. like that must just make it so much more yeah 
I think it genuinely infuriating. does. I think it genuinely does make it like I um I yeah, I have a lot of respect for the amount of stuff that she just takes on the chin almost. And it's like I'm not gonna rock the boat on this one, I'm just gonna pick my battles, whatever. Do you know what? One day when I have a bit of money I'm gonna pay for her to go to like one of those um rooms that you know you can break everything. Yes. Get like a fucking yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send her off. Or maybe I'll send let, 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 let's make a group chat. What? Why did I say, like, a billion? <laughs> no, one of those things will be good. I believe in you. You pick one and go for it. Um, let's do a group chat and just yeah. smash the shit out of everything. I think we should... You know, like, I only see it on TV shows in America where they go to this yeah. house that's, like, been abandoned or whatever and they're like, oh, yeah, this house needs to be knocked down. And they all just start picking up sledgehammers and things and smashing the shit out of it. And I'm like, you definitely wouldn't be allowed in a house like that in the UK without, like, well, if, if you Health were to go safety. in there officially, you'd be like, right, you need to get permission. Have you got your high-vis on, hard hats, uh, safety goggles for everyone. You'll probably want a face mask on. Make sure you shout before you, you know, smash the sledgehammer into anything structural so that everyone can stop what they're doing. Um, but ultimately, what I want is a non-health and safety environment where we all just go fucking ape shit and just fucking yeah. smash. I think it would do us all a lot of good. Do you know what they did in New Zealand? With all oh, right, so I, <laughs> I went to youth group with church a little bit. <laughs> I I sometimes forget that I I went to church a little bit in New Zealand with okay. basically uh, a family friend looked after me. Uh, when we were over in New Zealand and she had a son who was my age and a son who was a bit younger um, and they were devout Christians um, and yeah we we went to this youth group and one day they had a car that you could they had like an event day thing and they had this car and you could donate a bit of money and then smash the shit out of it with a sledgehammer um and it just made me laugh that it was like a church event for mm-hmm. like youths and we were there smashing a car mm-hmm. like <laughs> it just seemed a bit backwards but like it's not backwards because you're doing it in like a consensual way is that the right word to use like in a yeah it's like it's an organized way of yeah organized is probably and the word i don't even, i didn't think it was that wasn't the word you were looking for it's just the word like Came time, but yeah, like no, but it makes more sense than like consensual. But no, I know what you yeah, mean. Like, you the... it, there's permission to do it, like, it's not yeah. like you're just going up to a car and smashing shit out of it. Like, it's a uh, um, yeah, I organize, let's go for organize, it's terrible, but although, like, you couldn't really let loose because you're there with all like the <laughs> the Christian families, like. <laughs> I'm just going to lightly tap on it. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be judged as like some fucking anger issued psychopath, like mm-hmm. smacking the fucking shit out of it. I think um, everyone has those things of like, when you're really angry, you need some kind of release. I mean, yeah. Now, having said that, now it's going to sound like you should be concerned again. I don't know how we do this every week. Are you going to say about driving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had a really oh. shitty day the other day. Um, at work. I had a bit of a shitty day and then um, well 
as Kat knows, because I called her because I was just like, fuck this. I was glad you called me. Um, I was just like annoyed. I think it just at the end of everything that happened that day, it was just an annoying final thing. Um, yeah. So this I week, we, um, I made a few clips about the lovely Valerie, because I was like, you know what? Mm. Love would have returned the love, I thought. I thought, why not? I've got... We had we said some nice things. I'll make it into some clips. Fine. Someone replies to one of them on TikTok and says, She's still not gonna shag you, bro. Yeah, fucking vile. I just was like, This is what it you want to say. It makes you look like a creep. Yeah, it makes me not. look like a creep. And like, I've tagged Valerie. So, like, that, I just imagine her looking at it and being like, Oh. Oh. Oh, is that why he's doing? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I feel doing like it. she's intelligent enough to realize that's. Oh, absolutely, she you're, is. You're but it's like, you just worry that someone, like, you start thinking, oh my god, is that what people think when they're looking at this? Yeah. Um, which is stupid because it's like I don't think anyone realistically was thinking that. I was just like a nice thing. Um. Yeah. So I just initially, after all of that, I was like, fucking hell. And I, like, started, like, to drive home. It should take me at the most 10 minutes to drive home. And I think I ended up driving for, like, hour and 15. Um, oh, Jesus. Not because I was driving really slowly. I was just like, I'm just, I need to just drive. And it wasn't like, I don't, it's not that I drive aggressively. I just drive somewhere. And it's perfect, it's like safe, I'm like still following all the things, I just try, and it's like for some reason, that just like, clears my mind a bit. I think it's because you can't yeah. actually, you can't check your phone, you can't see anything, you're, like, yeah. a whole online thing is it's gone, and you're just, you've got to focus on something and put your energy into like staying safe and doing and all the right things. It's like a certain amount of focus because you can switch off on a level. It's not yeah, like exactly. all of your attention. It's like you're not using your critical thinking brain. You're no. using just the same the same amount of brain capacity to, to ride a bike mm. or to swim or yeah. And I've got like music on as well, so I'm like obviously singing along, and it just like it's oh, like what, by the time karaoke. I got back home, I was like. I'm still quite pissed off at things that have happened today, but I don't feel like I want to like shout at the world and like fucking burst into tears. I'm just like, yeah, bit of a shit to that one, wasn't it? And I, I'm I'm basically finding it. So for me, that's my thing. I know someone else I was talking to also, like they were like, I just have to drive somewhere and like just go somewhere else for a bit. And I was like, I feel that it's like. It's like yeah. a really extreme version of going into the other room to like cool off. Yeah. You just take yeah. yourself completely out of the environment, go somewhere else. Um, but also I can see how it'd be really cathartic to like smash something, you know? Like yeah. there are times I would definitely love to just be like, I'm not going to go and punch a wall or something. Like that's not going to happen. I'm not going to punch my door. And I mean, ultimately I just end up with a broken hand, say. So. That would be quite ridiculous. But, you know, being able to just fucking smash something that no one needs anymore for no reason. Just, just Yeah, I feel like plates release. would be quite satisfying. Yeah. That's why it's, I think I've said it before about my idea. I called it the Smash Room and then decided that that yes, was probably an inappropriate name for such a thing. Oh, yeah. It sounded a bit too yeah. sexual. But yeah, I think that's the thing. You just need somewhere that you can just, with no 
no one's looking at you like is he got anger issues? I said no, there's no judgment. There's no you can go completely wild and just do it and then you just leave. And it's like, well left my anger behind yeah. in the room with the broken plates. Well I did that Sorry. time. I just kept talking a lot there. I'm so sorry. Oh no, I I was just dreaming about being violent. Yeah, no, um, we all we all do it. We all do it. That that is the one thing like as well. Oh, I think with guys it's more acceptable to be that angry and like punch a wall. If the guy punches a wall, you're not like, whoa. If I went and punched the wall, people would think I'm about to have a mental breakdown. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I once threw a pillow across the room when Pierce and I were arguing. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, <laughs> taking it too far now. This <laughs> is the least threatening thing to <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I it was just, you know, when you just get angry. Yeah, you, you just, just need I to can't even remember what the argument was now, but I remember throwing the pillow and being like, whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I get it. You um, just need sometimes. You just need to like. You need a physical release of some kind. Yeah. I get that. I yeah. Get that. I have two Sorry. side stories from my week. If you'd like. Them. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, let's say from my week. Yeah. Well, we'll go for one of them. It kind of follows on from the guy who decided to tell me that um, I'm not gonna get any. I'm not gonna get any sex from my TikToks, which obviously broke my poor heart because. That is the only reason that I have started this podcast was I'm to give myself funny. sex appeal. And apparently I failed. So what am I doing with my life? I would be impressed if you pulled overseas, like through this podcast. That would be quite mm. an impressive move. So. That would be very impressive. I think we'd all be quite shocked. I mean, if you were going to try and work out how to like get a one night stand thing going or like... <laughs> Whatever, like, I probably wouldn't choose 50 episodes of a podcast with several clips attached. I'd probably just go on to Tinder. <laughs> you know? So, is wow. Tinder still the place to be? Or is it more I like Hinge know. now? Or, um, oh, it changes everything. It's probably app. Hinge, isn't it? It's probably... I don't know. Are you on any dating apps? I don't. I don't <laughs> uh, we've entered back into. I would say it comes in waves. It comes in waves where I think this could be the time, and then about two weeks later, I'm like, this isn't going to be the time, and then I stop using them again, um, and then that persists for about four to five months. Then I'm like, let's give it another try, and then it's like, let's stop now because now I hate. I don't like. I don't like what it does to my mental state and what it does okay. to the way that I start thinking about people because as much as it sounds horrible to admit it, and I was having this conversation with someone, it, your mind, you start thinking about people as some kind of object. It becomes yeah. like shopping. It becomes like you're looking through and you're like, well, I do, I do like, yeah, okay, your body looks good, but you do smoke and say, mm, that's not so good. You're and... judging people in like three seconds. Yeah, you're, I'm doing exactly what I hate doing. Exactly the yeah. kind of thing I hate doing. And it's worse because it's not like everyone says, oh, you make your first impression of someone within five minutes of meeting them or something. But the difference is you like that's organic and you get to find, you know, in a conversation, 
you will find out things about people and you'll go, actually, you know what? And and you realize actually some things aren't a deal breaker to you that maybe you thought were a deal breaker and or the opposite, that you find out that someone who seemed like on paper might be perfect is actually yeah. a complete disaster. You, you do all these things. I do think... But something about dating like... apps and the way they do it is they condition your brain to be like, see this person as an object, see them as a product. Do you like yeah. this? If not, don't worry, swipe them away because there's about 20 others in this queue that we've got to show you. And also, it's covered. it then comes with the joint thing of, I don't have anyone liking me. Oh no, I must be a problem. Or when it does the thing where it locks, it tells you six people have liked you and you can see those six people if you give us £30 a month. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, mate, if these people like me, why would you? That's the most cruel thing you could do to keep these people yeah. who supposedly like me from talking to Hello? So I don't yeah. like what it does to me. There's definitely just, there's a lot that it does to my brain in terms of the way that it makes me think about people and the way it makes me think about myself that is like I think it's too toxic over too long a period of time so I think there comes a point where you think actually I'm not getting anything from this other than my brain is falling into a trap of seeing potential partners as something that I don't want to do and yeah. also my self-confidence is crashing and burning even more than usual. This isn't healthy yeah. anymore. We need to stop. So I think they have uses, but I think there's also a lot of shit in there. And like, you have to just, I don't know. You have to use it responsibly in a way that doesn't make you, put you into a worse place. Because that's useless. Yeah. What were um, your other stories you were going to... Well, okay, say? so I was going on... I can't remember how why I started going on this line of things. <laughs> oh, no, it was people commenting on things. Because someone actually commented on one of our YouTube shorts. Uh, oh, okay. And it was one about insomnia. Um, oh, yeah. And I forget the exact one because I think I... No, I didn't delete the comment. That's not true. That's not true. I kept the comment because I was like, what's a little dickhead? Um... It was about being an unmedicated insomniac. Um, and oh, you were saying God. how you were medicated, and I said, ha, and I'm unmedicated. <laughs> so this guy responds, and his comment was, take the medication, maybe you'll lose weight. <laughs> what? And I was like, sorry? Take the insomnia medication and I'll lose weight. Okay. So then I replied and went, Yes, one can that... surely only hope so. Which I was hoping is would be like a the language song. barrier. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was very illogical. I think it was a very well, I think it was meant to be calling me fat in a way that was not directly calling me fat, so they could fall <laughs> back on some kind of I was only saying about the thing. Um but I, I saw it and I was just like, interesting. I actually don't think I do look fat. So thank you very much, sir. That's very kind of you. Um, so I and just even said. Even if you were, it doesn't mean you want to lose weight. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I put, yeah, one can surely only hope so. To basically be like, I'm hoping you get the picture from this that I'm not. 
I'm just not wasting my time engaging with this. But he replied. Yeah. Um, and oh, said, uh, trauma bonding videos a sought out genre. You would get real fans for giving people advice on how to better their life and you following that same advice. And I didn't reply. Um, We're not an advice. <laughs> I was like, like that's cards. not our thing. That's not what we do. You've we never watched any out, of our videos so... apart from this one. <laughs> like, I know full well that this is the only video you'll ever have seen It's come up when you're scrolling through. And also, trauma bot Like, I'm not going to start going around to Weight Watchers <laughs> groups and saying, Hello everyone, have you considered taking sleeping pills? I've heard that's good for losing weight and we'll all feel better about ourselves. I don't think ourselves. it is good for losing weight I don't either. think like, it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the medication that I'm on, Pierce said when he was on it, he, uh, he, he never felt full. Yeah. And so that meant you could, and like, I can eat so much on, this, on these pills and it's actually, before I... I had a natural appetite, and if I ate too much, I felt a mm. bit sick, and I'd stop. But with this, I might feel sick for a little bit, but then I'll go back and eat more. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I yeah, I don't. I think it would have the opposite effect. It constantly amazes me how people are so willing to make it like the best world in the world. These people aren't with they can't actually see me they're seeing me through my camera which yeah. probably doesn't i probably not got the most flattering lighting or angle going on it um but actually no i'm 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 fine thank you very much i'm happy with my weight this is a 10 out of 10 i can confirm because i know him in person so i i look that uh, like i I'm, I'm happy with how i look on the whole actually which is a weird thing to say. At the moment, I'm quite happy with how I look. Um, oh, but it I'm amazes me how often, and this is a general uh, a general thing, not just like, oh, boo-hoo, look at me. In general, on social media and on content things, people are so willing to be like, ha, you're fat. I'm like, right. Did you watch the video? Do you have anything to say about the video? Did you like the video? If you didn't like it, why would you... Why would you not just go on to the next one? Like, because if yeah. I don't like a video, I normally just dislike or something and then move on. I got yeah. other things to do. There's only twenty four hours in a day, and I'm I'm not gonna waste them looking at this. Like, don't know. So that was an interesting one, but I it didn't really bother me too much. It was just like, this is how you choose to spend your life. I'd say if you think I'm fat, then that makes me fat and proud and what? Yeah. Suck it. I was like, I don't, I don't care. I really don't like. The thing is though, like, I if you started saying, "Oh yeah, I'm fat," then that could be insulting to people who are significantly bigger than you. Because yes, exactly. then It's gonna be like you're taking a piss because you're a a, a stat like what do you call it like um. You know when someone says, like, conventionally attractive, you're, like, the conventional body type. Mm. If that makes sense, you're not. Yeah. You're not one extreme or another. You're, I don't well, want to say implies, normal. Yeah, it implies you're that like normal average. is that. It implies that that's what you should be. And if you've deviated from that in any way, whether that's yeah. naturally or otherwise, 
um, then so- you have failed and you need to change something. Where in actual fact, as we all know, and I don't think it needs to be said, bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes I, I like, I'm a bit hard on myself with not knowing the right vocabulary to use that's mm. like I've got the right intention of what to say but getting getting there is a little bit hard with with, with the words but my dyslexic brain there um but then I I'm like I can't be hard on myself about not knowing exactly how to phrase things sometimes because we're not taught to so actually you know, it might take me a moment to get there in my explanation, but I've got the right intention. What you're saying is right. Yeah. I don't dispute anything you're saying. And to be fair, like, neither of us have eaten a dictionary. How can we be expected to know all of the words for every, like, and sometimes the words just aren't in your head. Like, I think we're, I'm a perfect example of that. I lose my thread in the middle of a sentence, forget what I'm saying. These things are natural, so... Don't be too hard. Like the difference is, you're willing to learn. You're willing to make an effort and educate yourself, and that's yeah. what sets you apart from from someone else. Like it's it's the intention behind it, which is good. Like you said. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. I after yesterday, like we had a little uh off podcast chat, but I actually because of that, I realised, you know what, I constantly feel bad about. The fact I don't do more to learn, like, I feel like I could do more to learn about homophobia, transphobia, racism, like, equality, essentially, like, I could, I could learn more to get, to bring myself to being a better person. Um, but I realised I do, I do more than a lot of people. Mm. And even though... I, n- nothing I could do in my lifetime's enough, you know. Like I, I understand, yes. I accept that, but I'm trying. Um, you know, I'm trying to keep myself happy, healthy, and educated where you know where I can. Exactly and what I was going to say. It doesn't even occur to people, a lot of people. So at least, and I will, if if any of my friends say or family say something that I disagree with, I am at a stage in my life now where oh my god, fucking old. Um, where I feel confident enough to be like, oh, I don't, like, is that really what you mean? Because I don't think that's necessarily fair or right or positive, you know? And I'm I'm glad that I can do that, even if it causes me problems or mm. someone dislikes me because of that. I, I feel proud that I can do that. I agree. I, I think... Um... I definitely, I think the thing is, like, we could all do more of everything. But, like I said, there's only 24 hours in a day. And, you know, you do have to do certain, like, you have to eat at some point. You have to sleep at some point. You have to shit at some point. You have to go to work or do some tasks or do some housework. Any of these things, these all need to be done. So you don't have all the luxury time in the world. And you have to then try and focus on what you can do in that time. You are doing something, which is already yeah. a step up from people who do nothing. It's not like we should necessarily be like patting ourselves on the back going, good job, well done, you know, you did something. But don't be hard on yourself. For, you know, It's noble to want to do more. That's like, it's, a, it's the intentions you have. It's not like, 
know, you have a good heart, you have these good intentions to do some good and, and have be positive change in the world. But you can't be too harsh on yourself and and you constantly expect more of yourself because there's only so much of yourself you can give. And I think like I know I carry around so much guilt. I sometimes think about things I said and I'm yeah. oh my God, I cannot believe I said or did it was so ignorant. And then I'm like at least I realise that's ignorant now. At least like and you think of people that knew you when you were younger and don't know that you mm. have learned since and in in their brains you you're stuck in that yeah. time, like stuck as being that ignorant person and at least I'm not saying I'm not ignorant now, like <laughs> but at least I have that guilt because it's inspired me to mm. be better and I, I'm not the best, I'm not, uh, like, you know, I've not reached the end, but I guess guilt is something that motivates you. It can be a um, positive thing, I think it's so often a negative thing, but actually I think it can be positive in the right ways, I think. Understanding that you might have done something wrong or said something wrong in the past, understanding actually that caused pain, and you can't necessarily go to all these people and say, I'm really sorry, I've learned, I'm better now, I'm better now, because, you know, either they don't care or they haven't thought about it or they don't want to hear it or, you know, but you probably owe it to to them and to yourself, actually, to to just be better, to not do that anymore, to understand why that was wrong and to tell other people when you see it, call it out and and stop other people falling into the same mistakes. And if we all do that, um, then we're moving in the right direction. So a little bit of guilt actually, I think, is a useful tool for, you know, guilt means you've done something wrong or someone has done something wrong, right? And the understanding that you need to do something more with it. So if you're feeling guilty, at least you understand something is wrong and that you should do something. Nothing and if you that. let it consume you, like, or I realise that I particularly reading books on racism and I suddenly thought, oh my god, I've done all these things, I'm awful. And then I was like, I'm having a pity party. Like, this is white guilt right here, right now. Like, <laughs> like it's a privileged, I don't know, it comes from a privileged position. It's kind of like it's not about you, isn't it? Let it, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You've got to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Feeling guilty is not, you, 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 spending time feeling guilty is not going to get you anywhere. No. Using that guilt to actually motivate you is, is the only positive outcome here. Mm. Um, and I, I do think, you know, sometimes you, you, you are going to feel bad about things you've done in the past, mm. but. Um, it's what you do with that isn't it yeah if you didn't feel bad about certain things you've done you'd be a narcissist I'm Mm. I'm just saying like you know I'm not a fucking psychologist but I think if you you're in the in the world thinking I'm I'm a great person I I don't hurt people I don't I don't do anything wrong or if I do anything wrong it's minimal or whatever you you're ignorant there's no way you're not yeah or you're right. detached, like that. There's something 
sort of inhuman about that. Is that the right word? Inhuman? Yeah, I think so. I, I actually was confused as to whether that was a word the other day, but I do know what you mean. So yeah, I'm going to say yes. So I just realized the time and um, oh, yeah, I have was a slight external well, time pressure. So let me just tell you, and I'll, I'll, I'll tease it for next time, because next time I might have a, rev- a resolution. I received okay. a letter from the government this week telling me that I owed them £990. How? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so I looked it up and um, it says that in March 2021, there was a claim made for universal credit using my name and someone <gasps> was paid in advance. There's just one no. small minor issue with that. I have never claimed universal credit. That's but that's that one. That's using your full name. Using my full name and my address, apparently. <sighs> we'll come back to it next time because I'm hoping by next time I'll have a resolution. But um. Well, the, they would realise that the money that they, it's gone into isn't an account that's in your name, or or if it's someone who's got the same name, they'll have a different address. So, so you, you so. there's no way. But then the government are so slow to work these things mm. out. So that's it. I got this letter. They've called they they the thing. So I called them. We're in the process of trying to resolve the issue. Um, spoiler alert: I'm not paying it because I don't owe the money. Yeah, of um, course. But yeah, I'll I'll come back. Look, by next podcast, we should have an answer to this, and um, it's a little cliffhanger of sorts. You know, in the story of my life, this is a cliffhanger. I got the a letter from the government well, saying I owe them nine hundred and ninety pounds. Don't you have to say as well, like with certain forms, if you've claimed universal credit mm-hmm. in your life? Mm-hmm. So. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. It's quite a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. In some ways, I should I have watched... led with this story, but um, it's quite a big one. <laughs> yeah, a little side show there for you. Should we go on to the music? It's a weird right. note to yes. leave it on. Yes. Should we go on to the music? Yeah. All right. Um, I'll hit you up. Yeah, so... Oh, I don't know why I went a bit... So... <laughs> so... <laughs> Cleo, Andrew... <laughs> <laughs> Cleo, <laughs> what's the what's the bit? Um, oh no, I can't do it. I, oh, I've lost it. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. The oh, condensation. <laughs> oh my god! It's kind of like Cockney Australian accent going on there. This is definitely um, a mess. Complete mess. <laughs> so, <laughs> me. Knee deep at ATP. Yeah. Is that yeah? Um, yeah. I didn't. I went to say at p- at p- <laughs> at p- <laughs> by Lovejoy. Um, yes. this is like a genre that is not straightforward. Um, it reminds me at the end of Final Clearance, and that sounds a bit weird if you listen to the start of it. I'm not explaining this. I put like, yeah, it's very calm, and then it goes manic. I don't... Do you, do you get what I mean? You're entirely right. I just listened to the end again. Yeah? Absolutely, I feel that. You see that? You see yeah. that? I... Or you hear that? Gosh. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, and like, the lyrics. So I 
normally with songs, I don't pay too much attention to the lyrics like the first few times. It takes a while before I actually identify what the lyrics are on about. Um, and then I was a little bit confused. Is it a guy singing about a girl, a, well, a woman, I'm assuming, hopefully not a girl, um, in another relationship? And he's sort so. of obsessed over her? And I can't tell if it's like, I'm a creep, or like that vibe, or... <laughs> I think <Sorry>. it's... <laughs> I enjoyed that. I think it's actually more than just another relationship. I think it's about um, cheating. Um, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Um, because it's something about... Uh, what was it? So it's something to do with... Um, maybe a lining of a winter's coat mightn't be the best place to hide a summer secret. Uh, you said every photo you took that festival got lost in your camera. And though underexposed, I could see from the quality his K Records t-shirt and you holding his hand. And I'm like... It is about cheating, you're right. It's uh, got that feel be... of like, yeah, like someone who's been caught Ouch. out, like they've been together for a while. And like a few months later, he's suddenly found out and gone, you cheated on me last summer. And like, especially at the end as well, where it's got, um, I need new hobbies. That's one thing for certain. And it's like, why do you need new hobbies? Because you're not in a relationship anymore. Because you, you, know, you clearly broke up with them. Um, but it's like, and even at, yeah, even at the beginning, every sentence that I spoke began and ended in ellipsis because you're so shocked at the idea that someone would do this to you that you're like, I, you know, you can't, you, you don't even know what to say. It's fucking awful. It's, it's pretty it's just pretty intense really <laughs> i'm watching gray's anatomy at the moment and one character um this guy essentially runs off with his ex-wife and left his current his second wife for mm -hmm. the ex-wife but like he hadn't spoken to her in years um i won't like say anything else in case i ruin it for anyone but it literally like cut me because it was like they were complete in a normal healthy relationship like everything was perfect everything was and i think you you like oh yeah it's just a fucking program but i know it happens so it's not just no, a fucking no, no, program no, yeah. this is reality for some people and i think that just gets me that some people can just be they have be cheating on someone mm. for a long period of time it's not just like one mistake that's like they're in love with another person they're in love with like two people and or, you know, they're in love with one person and used to be in love with the other person. And it just goes on and on. And I don't get how the how you could not feel guilty, how it could not consume you, that you were going to break that person. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I find that mad. That's so hard. Like, that's a... I, I think that's really great that they're, they've made a song about such a heavy mm. topic because I think sometimes... Um, it's hard to articulate stuff that complex um, oh. through songwriting, so that's great. Like, so fucking heartbreaking. The background to it kind of is that so the band Lovejoy is. I have a friend Tegan who showed me this band, who I think a YouTuber is like the friend front person of it. So I think that's, I think that's oh. where she knows them from. But this song itself 
is a cover of a song from 2008, same name, by the band um, Los Campesinos, I think. I think that's how you say it. Okay. Um, just looks that one up. But basically, so the person, the actual guy who wrote the song originally, it, it explains that he wrote this story um, because he went to a festival called the United Sounds of ATP Festival, hence the name. Um, and met a really great person that he spent most of Sunday with. We started speaking because of the band t-shirt he was wearing. Um, basically, the gist of it is that once we'd both left the festival, I found out she had a boyfriend and hadn't mentioned it. Mm. Um, oh which made me feel awful and got me thinking and, and carries on. And it's like, you know, he... Um, yeah, he feels really bad about this and about this whole experience because there's the guilt there and it's like, oh shit, you know, like what if something had happened and and I didn't know that she she was in a relationship. Um Yeah. So it's quite a it it it's odd, it's quite a heavy topic in that sense. And you actually feel the pain in there of the like something about the thing of Every sentence that I spoke again ended in ellipsis, each of eight fingers gripping what he wrote. And it's like, you can feel the pain of this moment because you have to imagine, like, the whole thing I get from the start of the song is it starts off so, like, happy almost. You're, like, yeah. having a great time, blah, 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 and then it it's kind of stops and you get into the lyrics yeah. and it's like, oh. And I feel like that's the way you would feel. Of having this great time, like you having your relationship is going perfectly, and in one moment, yeah. it all comes crashing down. You're like, "Oh shit, what's happened? Jesus. Like this is horrible." What's so? Oh my god! I think you're right. I think it's so week. like it's something about that that just is so. Um, you can feel it. It's very, you know, it's hard not to feel empathy for that. It's hard not to, to think about that and think, fuck, how can... Like, that must kill you to know that someone who you put all your trust in. Yeah. Um, it's just horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. So, I think the song is great, and I also think the cover is really good. I haven't actually heard the original song, but I think... Um, they have, have a good, solid, like, tight sound Lovejoy, so I, I really quite liked it, and um, I'm glad I checked them out. So, you you know what? I know this is not conventional of us, but can we go on to your second song? Because oh, okay, you want to... I think it okay. kind of... I think there's a sort of link between them, lyrically. Alright. Um, just, I guess I got the impression through the lyrics that it it talks about love in this song. Oh, sorry. Uh, Suburban Wonderland by Between Friends mm -hmm. um, is the track I'm talking about right now. So mm -hmm. that's my little introduction. Um, but I think this song is just about like love being as toxic as drugs. And I guess that sort of ties in to the theme of Knee Deep at ATP. Mm -hmm. Um, just it, it, are you, it starts off with are you looking for drugs uh, just for a little thr thrill are you looking for love my body can be your pill and that I guess could be used as a sort of metaphor 
uh, sort of like sexual tension, I guess. But I, what, what do you think? Do you see it as like being quite toxic? It's quite interesting because I always read up on like what the artists and things have said about a song. Um, and so the artists themselves have said how, you know, it's meant to be quite a positive song. And it's just like oh. that whole kind of thing of like, the idea of a suburban wonderland of like, it's kind of like, it's nothing too much. Like, you know, we're just happy with each other. We don't need drugs and things. We're, um, we're just in love and it, it's just positive. But I actually was more towards what you were thinking. Yeah. I was more with you because I was like, the idea of, are you looking for drugs? Oh, my body can be your, but like, like an addiction. Not like yeah, yeah. a thing. It becomes like a it's like hypersexual. It almost yeah. sounds like a facade. Like it's not exactly. And even like you know, empty bottles on a pavement, right? And it's like so. In this lyric thing, it's got and said how they're saying you don't need alcohol, you don't need drugs. But I, when I heard it, I was like empty bottle, like because of yeah, that like thing of like being such drinking. a toxic kind of situation. Yeah. Um. And like we always seem to come that... back down, like we always come back down. So we need to like get back yeah, up again. Like I, yeah. I, I, it's interesting how it's different. I, I feel. I, I get what you're saying. I do. It's kind of weird, actually. I think the, you know, the guy saying he 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 wrote the song based off this experience where he had this fling. I'm guessing. <laughs> I obviously didn't continue, so I'm going to refer to it as a fling. Um, I guess getting caught up in the moment of the festival, which I do think there's when you have like a spark with someone, thing like things can move very very quickly, mm. um, and it's just luck or not, I guess whether and um, whether you're actually compatible. But that initial thing, that sort of I wouldn't just say like sexual drive. You know, when you just like start clicking with someone and, mm. and you have that sometimes it in a platonic way. Um, it's very powerful. Oh my god, I sound like a hippie. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not a hippie, but like, I think I'm too uptight to be a hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's why I guess it reminded me of the first song. I get it. No, Just... I, I see both kind of things almost. Like, the more I look at it, I'm like, okay, I see, I see that thing. Like, um, your high is already real. Like, you don't need the drug because the person you're with is like, makes you feel so good that you don't need any drugs but again it's hard for me not to take that to the extreme of if someone is like a drug to you does that mean that they're not you know actually it's it's more like a a lust thing or like an infatuation rather than love well drugs have a temporary effect at the end of the day like you don't take it once and then that changes you forever Mm. That would be so great for mental illnesses. One mm. one tablet, bish bash bosh, mm. cured. Um, mm. But yeah, a drug is something you go back to and you you keep dosing yourself with. So I think in that case, if love is like a drug, it's got a lifespan. You know? Well, that's the thing. And when I got into the chorus, um, it got... Uh... It's our suburban wonderland. I've need a helping hand. Days and nights they always change, but you and I just stay the same. To me, I read, I heard that and read that and thought, oh, like, like they're not giving you the same high that they used to because 
Yeah. They used to give you that, like, like a drug. Like, it's never the same as the first time. You're always chasing the dragon and trying to get back up to that thing. Are you like? It. It felt like. Because I don't know, like something about the idea of the suburbs that for some reason just naturally associates itself with like, I don't know, or just like boredom in a sense. It, for some reason, that's just the connotation that everything seems to give to the suburbs for some reason. Um, yeah. And it just like, I, I, I got this feeling that it was like a drug and it's not really reaching that point again. It's like trying to get back there. So it's weird actually that we differ so much from what, the um the, the thought was going and... into it, but I guess that's the, the beautiful yeah. thing about interpretation. I get, and the song it would make sense with what they said because it's quite sort of like a uh, chill lo-fi. Mm. Um, I would say like it's still dance music, but like a slow-paced yeah dance pop vibe than the typical. When when you say dance music, you think doof 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 or doof 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 doof. I get you, but it's got a good beat to it. It's got a good rhythm to it. You do feel like you can move around to it, and it, yeah, it it. I love how it comes together. I like the lo-fi feel to it and the synths they've got. I like the rhythm they've got there. It is catchy. It sticks in your head. I was singing it for quite a while after I heard it. Is it just yeah. something about the melody that just gets lodged in there so well? So I like it. I like the song. I think it's good. I, I'm surprised that we differ so much on it, but I think it is a good song. I, I think, well, obviously I think it's a good song. Otherwise I wouldn't have put it in. Shall I move on to yeah. another one? Yes. The time pressure uh, is on, yeah, everyone. The time pressure is on. Okay. You don't understand <laughs> it, panic. but the time pressure is on. <laughs> um, so let's go for Complex Demo by Katie Gregson McLeod. This is a... Oh, okay. I think I've heard this. I've heard this quite a few times recently. It seems to have been floating around various different. Do you know what? Things. I think I think the background of this is that because obviously I you found it on video, TikTok. Of course I did. Yeah. Um, I think what happened was she just had this little song idea, and then was like, "Oh, if anyone wants to use these chords and like add a verse, like go for it," and okay. then it blew up. I think that's, I might be wrong, but I think that's what happened. So I saw her original video um, quite early on, I think. Um, and then suddenly I I went on to Spotify and it had so many streams. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Because then what happened was she was sort of um, not bullied into releasing a demo. That sounds bad, <laughs> but there's a massive demand for it. Yeah. So I think she was like, oh, I'll rush a release. Because that's the thing, though. Like, by the time she would actually finished a song to it for it to not be a demo mm. people might not be interested in it so i can on, get why take advantage while it's in the mind, yeah yeah and i do think there's she's got nine nine million mm. i think it was on a million last time i looked christ um yeah i i just think it, it's amazing that it's that organic like it's just come a, come along as a little idea and it's so many the song itself is pretty heartbreaking and mm. when people have added verses it's been about like domestic abuse or mm. breakups or toxic relationships with family members or living situations and i it's 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 heartbreaking it's um, amazing how many people i guess have 
related to it related. because I think at the heart of it, actually, it again it comes back. It's about it's about love and about it. It's about like giving someone everything, um, but then they don't give you the same. Like I, I need him, him like, like water. water exactly. Yeah, like that's again that's the drug thing almost. That's like the. I need yeah. him. Like I can't survive without him. He, but like at the same time, um, what was a bit before that? Um, I cry in his bathroom. He turns off the big light, and it's like she's there crying about something really emotional, and he's like, "Okay, we'll come to bed when you're ready." He turns off the lights, and it's like, yeah. And I, I think because she then goes on to say, "I'm being a cool girl. I'm keeping it yeah. so tight." So she's probably crying in the bathroom, but. He's not knowing that it's what she's doing. It's mm. what I'm assuming. Mm. And he's just going going to bed, like, not in the know that she's a fucking mess and she's carrying all this, all the weight of the relationship. Literally, even the next oblivious. bit, like, I carry him home while my friends have a good night. Literally yeah. carrying him, trying to help him, trying to be there. Putting her own that's... things to one side for this guy, to, but she, he doesn't care about her the same way. And you can see that as a literal thing as well. Like, I'm carrying him home, like, he'd had too much mm -hmm. to drink. You could see that as being literal and me mm -hmm. metaphorical. Mm -hmm. um, he thinks that I'm all right. Yeah, it just goes on to, yeah. to really show that, that, oh, God. It is heartbreaking. It really me, hits so hard. In pain. <laughs> it's, you know, it might only be a, a demo, so to speak, but actually it's, it's kind of perfect. In a way. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, I, I think that for, for her to have uh, some production that she gets to choose exactly what she wants mm. and it's it and it to be the way she envisioned at full full capacity, that's very mm. like that's great and that'll be very mm. um cathartic, that's not the right yeah. word. It'll be therapeutic to for her to do that i reckon and satisfying mm. but i do think that people will still be drawn to the demo because yeah it, from it going from such a short little clip to this that, that just shows she's she's hit the nail on the head for so many people for sure and that's the thing it's like we all know that feeling of being so like i need him like water we've all had that level of it's it's infatuation but it's also more it's all it's, it's toxic it's that like you you connect yourself you tie yourself to someone that much but like but we we all know it. i think we've we all have that person who we did that with i mean mm. i'm very sure you and i both have people that we yeah. can think of that say so like it, we can all relate to it and it, it breaks all our hearts because we all know what it feels like to to give someone yeah. everything and to get nothing Nothing back. God, great song. Wow, I want to die now. Oh, it's a happy week, isn't it? It's a happy, happy week. Shall I hit you? I'll hit you off another one of yours. Um, oh, yeah. Just Why to not? keep the thing, I guess. So this is Bitch, I Said It by Sudi. Yeah. This is... Okay, it's, it's not upbeat in a lyrical sense, but yeah. it's kind of like empowering it's oh, okay. more empowered. i described this sorry yeah it's more empowered i feel that yeah i i think i did quite a fair description i put 
angry, sad girl bop. Yeah. Or I actually uh, used the plural because I thought actually most of Sodi's stuff is sad, but there is an element of like, actually, fuck you. You treated me badly. Yes. And I'm I'm mad about that. I'm sad about it. And my song's going to be sad, but I'm bitter. Fuck you. Exactly. Um, I also... I also put underneath that point, politely insulting. Like, so do you, like, they're just so sweet. Like, just, it's a bit like the Sigrid thing, mm. where hearing mm. Sigrid swear is, like, blasphemy. It's almost <laughs> like, when I was listening to it, I liked, there's the pause between, like, um, it's, time, it's time that someone told you how it is. Yes. Bitch. And it's like the pause in there, because it's like, can I say that? No, fuck can you. I say that? Yeah. Okay, bitch. And it's like, I look, like, just like, pause. It's like, it, it probably is done for a completely different reason, but I I felt that feeling of like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. And it's like, even that is like, bitch. And it's like, oh, God, I said it. I did it. I said that. Like, I did it. I like, it, but you get almost like a kind of guilty, like, thing. Um, yeah. But you're right. This is like the anti, <laughs> it's like the antidote to complex. Where a complex is like you're giving someone everything and they're giving you nothing back, but you stay because you think something will change and things will get better. This is the opposite. This is this is the you. after bit. You're yeah, right. I'm, I'm done with you. I, I'm tired of you, and it still hurts when I hear about you. But actually, fuck off because you've done nothing. You've done nothing for me, I love... and I've been too nice to you, and I have to tell you now that you've treated me like trash. I love that line that you pulled out. It's time that someone told you how, how it is. That's actually what I copied mm. and pasted into my notes. And the bit after that where it says, um, it hurts a bit when I hear mm. your name and it's such a shame. Mm. I like typed that, so I don't know if that's 100% accurate. No, that but, is. That is. Um, it, uh, I, I, I feel that as well mm. because you, you, you want to forget about the person that's hurt you. And when you hear their name and it hurts, you're like, Oh fuck! Mm. I I know with with my ex that you know mm. there was the age gap and it dragged out and I it took me a long time to realise that it was actually yeah quite messed up. Um, still, if I heard someone say his name, like it doesn't happen because I don't really know anyone who no. knows him. But um, when I when it's sort of like there's been a story and I've mentioned oh like he was there or something. Um, I think. Oh, actually, no. That still mm. it hurts, but it hurts for the younger me, you know. And then it annoys me that I went through that. But then I'm grateful because it taught me a lot of things. But great, and well, grateful is not the right word to use. Um, no, but it, I think I get I've it. Like it. it, it wasn't. It wasn't nice. You don't like it. You don't wish that on anyone. But without it, you wouldn't have learned a lesson. Yeah. About yourself. There's another song that we. There's another song that we talked about ages ago in the podcast that we sort of Mm. said a similar thing. I forget which one it is. Yeah, no, I I think I I think that line is great. You know. I think the pain Um, of it is almost like. I always think it's like you know when you've had an injury in the past, like you've had like you know um, well you like cut yourself really deeply because you tripped over on like a rock and it like tore something over whatever I think. And like, nice. even when it heals, I know, even when it heals, the scars remain and they stay there. Yeah. 
and you can't ever really get rid of those. They just become part of the thing. And yeah. like or like and like sometimes if you you know if you touch you're like, oh ow, that that's a bit for some reason. It's like that. It's yeah. like that thing of it's left the mark. It's left a little bit of a thing, but actually it's not the same as like you know feeling like your life is over. It's just a little bit of like a little bit of like a, a gentle poke to be like, mm, still here, still still hurt. And you're like, Yeah, I I remember that. I remember that. I remember that it hurt me. Um but you remember everything that's happened because of all the lessons you've learned because of it and the person you are today. And I mean, thank God you're in a far, far healthier kind of <laughs> Yeah. Now, say. You just remind me when you were talking. Sorry. Uh it's just a claim upon my soul. Uh, it's not even love anymore, it's just a claim upon my soul. Uh, it's a Frank Turner song, Telltale Signs. Okay. And I think actually what you were just saying mm -hmm. like, could be sort of yeah. described in that way. Like it's you're saying about getting an injury and having a scar. Mm. It's just a claim upon my soul. Mm. Oh. That's a very Sorry. poetic claim. Love that man. Um, I should hit you up with your last one. Yeah. Sweet Talk by Saint Motel. Now this tears away all the sadness. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the sadness. This is we're just. This is like a, a more upbeat one, I think. I went through so many like I was like this reminds me of uh, another band. I was like, it's giving me upbeat Arctic Monkeys. It's giving me group oh. love. Yes. Yeah. And I put soft indie dance pop they were like my point i was like this is and i didn't have any like lyrical analysis i was like this is this is just vibes mm -hmm. i hate myself the worst thing is when i look at the lyrics i'm a bit like oh that's a little bit sad of like oh is it <laughs> it's like um you're probably not aware i'm even here well you might not even know i exist oh. but i don't even care you could yell, piss off, won't you stay away? It will still be sweet talk to my ears. Which... Don't kill me in this way. Sounds like it could be <sighs> creepy, and it could. It also has elements of just like, you're desperately in love with someone who doesn't feel it for you. But the weird thing is that whereas in the other songs it like killed you to know that, actually in this one it's yeah. like, I don't care actually, I'm just... I don't know, it's like, in a, again, it's like a infatuation, it's like a... It's not really developed into anything that emotional. You know, you just feel good. You're in love with the idea of them. You're in love with, like, this, like, vision of what you could be or whatever. Um, and it somehow manages to stay upbeat. And actually, I'm determined to upbeat. not think about the lyrics because it is upbeat and it does... I know, that's probably why I didn't look at the lyrics because I was like, this is actually a... Uh, I haven't looked the at the lyrics before this. <laughs> oh... It, it was just a bit refreshing after the sort of heaviness of our selections this week, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know if I had a huge amount. It's a very fun song. It is. Um, and it's, you can't not like it. I think you would struggle. I saw, I think it was for this one. I think I saw a review, someone saying that it was boring. I was like, Oh. Are you hearing the same song as me? Like, this is fun. I, I, it, what it did, it came on, um, I heard it on somewhere and then I put it on late at night and um, I went downstairs to fill up my like glass of water or something. Very dull. 
Um, but I didn't turn the lights on because like my parents were sleeping, so I didn't really want to wake them up by turning all the house like big lights on. Um, yeah. So I remember, and then for some reason, when I was listening to this, it just made me want to do a whole like I did like a whole dancing in the dark kind of thing. Like it was a whole like disco thing going. <laughs> yeah, I was really like, it's like vibing because I just like there was something about it. It just felt very freeing and very like you can't help but dance because it just. You know, you, you can't sit still while listening to it. I don't see how you can. It's definitely a head bopper, at least. Mm-hmm. You're getting a little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. You might not be doing fist pumping, but no. you, you would be a little a little groove. Yeah. Don't listen too hard, because weird... it might hit you emotionally. Yeah, I can't I can't deal with that right no. now. No, no. Oh, we are at time. Right, we've got one last song. Yeah, let's, so yeah, we're, we're, get, we're, oh, we're up against it, everyone. Um, um, no, go on. Oh, no, you, you, it's you. Oh, I don't know what I had to say. So this is Bleed by Connor Kaufman. Glad you You're welcome. I'm proud. <laughs> I can I'm tell proud. that's what you wanted. <laughs> I can tell that's what you wanted. You're like, no, no, go on, you can say the name. Please say no, the name. No, I was like, I went to, went to say it and I thought, oh shit, oh, it's, not my, it's not my turn. And then I looked at the name again when you started to say it and thought, actually, no, no. no, no I'm glad, you, glad you're doing this. <laughs> I'm so bad at pronouncing things. Tell me about what the song. What were you going to say? It's your song. Tell oh, you want it. me to? Oh, okay. So this is, okay, so like the other one was a bit, like, uplifting. This is, it's still, I'd say still pop, but it's it's a little bit heavy. Yeah. Um, not not in terms of, like, lyrics, uh, emotionally heavy. It's, uh, like, uh, rock, rocky heavy. Um it gives me Panic at the Disco vibes. Yes. Please tell me you were getting that. Absolutely. Um, definitely his voice as well. Um, it, I don't know. I just love it. It's uh, a banger. Not, not, it's, not, it's not vibes. It's not a bop. It's a banger. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit heavier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the weird yeah, thing is like, I've kind of done it out of order because what I should have done is gone to this one after the other one because this is... A hella toxic relationship, right? Yeah. This is a yeah. hella toxic but relationship. I, I think you can sort of detach from you that can. and use it as sort of like because the sound with with like complex, mm. it's the uh, ironically the instrumentation and stuff is very simple. So you have to listen to the lyrics. Mm. That is what the song is about. With this, there's so much more going on in the instrumentation. It's a full you know, full band and stuff. So you're listening to that. So you can detach from, from the lyrics. So you can have a little headbang, have a have a moment. You can. And what I was actually going to say was actually consumed. how even though the lyrics are there, because of the vibe of the song, because of the way it almost feels like in some weird way, it ends up feeling almost like romantic in some way or like, more like a, a bad bad boy kind of thing rather than a heartbreak kind of thing like there's some kind of thrill that comes of it because like it just feels I can't even think but like it doesn't have it, it doesn't have the heartbreak feeling even though the lyrics when you look into it are fucking toxic as shit um, yeah like it's a hell of a, but you don't feel that when you're listening to it and, and the way that it's, it's like Somehow you're blind to it, which maybe is the reality of a, a toxic kind of thing that, that it's so intoxicating that you'd almost just, you're blind to the real pain of it all. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. 
You know, um, we spoke about Justice Bennett's, I don't, uh, yeah. maybe once or twice. Once or twice, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of a similar genre to him. It's still pop. You know, I said earlier it's heavy. I, I don't mean like it's heavy metal or heavy rock. It's just got an element of that in it. It's mm. still pop. It's still like dancey. Mm. <laughs> Not dancey. That's maybe the wrong word. But it's yeah. It, I would say it's very similar to Justice Bennett, uh, who sings "Bad Day" and "Real Life Sucks." Mm -hmm. That 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 vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Um, Tell you what, everyone, we did well. We're only three minutes we after well. the time that we had to finish by. Woo! I think that's a win yeah. for us. And I'm not going to waste any more time on this. So let me just say thank you for listening to episode 48. It's been fun. Come back next time to hear the resolution to my story about owing the government £900. Kat, any last words? I was just waving with my head. Right. So I feel like that's my contribution to this. Uh, goodbye. All right. Well, in that case, bye. I love you. Bye.